Hello and welcome everyone to Gunpowder Treason No Plot. I am your host and DM Adam Cookson, and I'm joined this evening evening by the Walking Dead. <laughs> About right, yep. <laughs> that would be Matt Dennis, Flo Dennis, and James Bunkle, who have crawled out of their coffins of sickliness to entertain you all for the evening. Say hello. You hello. lucky, lucky people. Hello. How are we doing? <laughs> Yeah, so we'll see how tonight goes. They're not feeling great, so you know maybe I'll be nice to them. Probably uh, not. Yeah, I believe that well. when I see it. <laughs> uh, so last week was fun, but different. Indeed. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that was yeah. that was a pretty awesome episode. I think um, certainly felt like it from our perspective. Mm. I'll be honest; I actually think it might be our best episode. I I, I really enjoyed that one. Yeah, it was really good. I yeah, was came... really stressed. It <laughs> <laughs> came together really well, and I didn't do very much, so it was all good. Mm. <laughs> all the credit and all the work. I was super, super stressed, so thank you. Yeah, <laughs> you did really well, Sophia, though. It was mm-hmm. really good. Yeah, I do apologise for the amount of backseat gaming I did. No, I, re- <laughs> I was really appreciated, honestly. <laughs> yeah. I, I, you, yeah, I think you all, uh, you all worked well together, and you weren't, like, too cheaty in terms of metagaming so you know i'm i'm generally fine with that okay cool so to clue any listeners in that didn't listen to last week sophia fought in some strange shadowy plane against a creature seeming to want to claim dominion over her soul power mind body basically everything but instead of give in and take the easy path potentially to strength she resisted With some minor assistance from old friends, she fought Mm -hmm. back the enemy, managed to actually free a tortured spirit that she wasn't even aware of up until that point, but seemed to all kind of click together on that one. She escaped relatively unscathed. She now has a scar on the back of her hand where a brand used to be, which I don't think I've actually described what your brand looks like on podcast, so I'll throw it in here. It's like a um, stylized demonic face, um, almost like a little bit tribal at the sides in terms of if you were like thinking of it like a tattoo. But uh, yeah, it's like a roaring demonic face, which now is a faded scar. So if you squint, you could probably just about tell what it was. But to most people, it just looks like you have a little bit of scarring across your hand. Hmm. And yeah, Tommy had a repeat of his vision, which I don't think I said this last time. But until I tell you otherwise, every time you sleep, that's what you'll be treated to, Tommy. Nice. Okay. Well, yeah, fair Mm. enough feel like Sabrina a little bit, but whatever. (laughs) (laughs) And Rogar got to meet his dream dad and awakened a new power within himself, otherwise known as leveling up and taking a leveling sorcerer. Also, with some additional metaphors and foreshadowing on top of it, just for fun. (laughs) Because what's what's the point in being a DM if you can't foreshadow stuff that nobody will notice until much later on? Yes. Look, I live for that (laughs) moment like 10 episodes from now when you go, Oh! (laughs) Damn, dude, you smart. Like, yeah, I wrote it. (laughs) Yeah, we're never going to say that. (laughs) Bunkle does, it's okay. I get my praise from him. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> but anyway, he's, he's <laughs> it, it helps so much. 
Anyway, that was last episode. This is this episode. And we left you all basically having breakfast. Sophia had woken up a bit late, slightly exhausted, but not with the point of exhaustion, more in terms of physical expending herself with various abilities. And she was just heading down the stairs to meet you all after you're sort of finishing up with your grub. Um, you notice Handrel had weird eyes, but he managed to disengage on that, and Solara was now poking Tommy in the side as he transforms into Rogar with a disguise self-spell. And, yeah, I think that's where we'll kick off. So, my players, tell me, what are you doing? What's going on? Right. Well, so we... I'm going to take a seat. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Mm. Uh, just, just sort of out, out of out of character for a minute. So we've we've now established contact with the resistance. Yep. I've effectively finished everything on that list of tasks we need to do. The we... only thing you haven't necessarily finished is the final temple. That's the only right. thing that you haven't done. Yeah. But I will. Was... Well, I will tell you this from piecing together things. You might come to the idea that Solara may be able to help you with that, being that she's done nothing but talk about the thing they're interested in. Exactly, yeah. I think that's what that was, that was kind of the idea. We were going to, going to take her along to, to that temple and see if we could manage to sort, a, sort that out. Mm. In terms of things outside the city that we've done, we we did obviously make, make connection with the Resistance. We sorted that out. Uh, we also scalped some Orc Boys, which was one of our side quests. Um, something we, we we picked up from a notice board and we also helped the guy find his wife again um which was very nice of us and we didn't actually help anybody else but we managed to find his <laughs> wife so that was good uh and we the other thing we were going to do or we, th- we thought about doing or we, we we certainly picked up a quest for was to go and fight a giant monster or some description out in the forest now we did fight an umber hulk so i'm not quite sure if that would count um so those other there was two other bounties just to yep. remind you both yep. well there was three bounties total one which was basically dealing with the orc tribe known as the black claw which is what the scalps were being offered for you yeah. probably assume there's a lot more of them out there but you managed to take out one of their scouting parties and if you trade in the scalps you might get a bit of gold off the reward for that one the second was to find a missing party of uh, knights from the city which uh, is yeah. a bit yeah. further out past where the mine is, but not too far away from it. And the third and final was the uh, Beast of, I think it was Black Fang Forest, if I don't look it up yet, off the top of my head. And that was a day and a bit away's travel past where so you are now. So no, no, Nobody knows what the beast looks like because no one's actually encountered it and survived. Is that right? Yeah. That seemed to be the implication, yes. Sophia had heard stories from her father in terms of, like, as a hunter, but he'd never really... She couldn't remember any particular details when she did a okay. check for it. So I'm wondering if any, if they would believe that an Umbra Hulk was the beast. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing as we didn't take its head off and bring it with us. Maybe they would, but... Well, the, 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 the other thing is, is what, what day are we on now? You are, in terms of your two-week deadline, you are yeah. on day 10 of 14. So we could... Haven't we, we done everything, though? 
Well, we're, except, except for the for last, last temple, temple which yeah. we kind oh, of have the we 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 think we have the missing piece for, which is Solara to go and mm. prove it to them. So we have a bit of time if we want yeah, to do true. any of the other I, missions out of the city. Go on. I, was, I did I did ha- I did have an, another idea for that, but it depends if you how you want to do it. Okay, go for it. Um, I might, I might as well put this out in game actually uh, as Rogar. Okay, so so we'll, we will start around <clears throat> eating breakfast and. Yeah, and I've noticed you've turned yourself into me, and we've had a little chuckle. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> um, but what I'm going to suggest is that since you have said ability, I, I, I also have said ability. And now, rather than, since our main quest is to take out Samuel Cretton, the easiest way to get to him would to be him. Yeah. So. You well, could be him. Yeah. I could be Barrett Pierce, who I happen to know rather well. And we could walk in. We could. And now, and and, and yeah. this is my plan with the temple. Okay. Not saying that we'll get caught. But <laughs> let's say we don't. Yeah. We uh being that you know, I'm kind of head of his army and you are the guy in charge. Send all of the illuminated and the guards there, except for skeleton crew. What send them to the temple? Yeah. Right. So, and suggest that we found the resistance and the hub of the resistance. This is where they are. Send them all there. Right. So then it's no Skinnerfarnos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then we take out the guy in question, since we are there. You're doing evil stuff again, aren't you? No. It's just an. It was a genuine idea. Yeah, I, 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 I like the idea. I mean, for, for first, firstly, obviously, my my plan, your plan, is to kill Samuel Crane. That's that's your thing. Well, that's so, the quest. That's that's no. Our quest is to help this guy Heinrich Sandrin with whatever he needs, which is to kill the dude. That's no, the that's, whole, that's the whole point of the resistance. Well, the whole point of the resistance is to overthrow the city, but yeah, I, 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 I get what you mean. It's, it's kind of around the same thing, but it's the, you, your, your thing is, I want to kill this guy. Um, whereas, whereas our thing is literally to follow, the, follow the, what we've been told to do to the letter, which is help him with everything he needs. But I, 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 know, I know it's kind of arguing semantics, but that is... But what does Tommy think? Well, that's the thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no! I'm, just, I'm just, just, just going to throw it out there. Right, so you're thinking throw this um, throw this temple under the bus, really? Essentially, but yeah, they were pretty dickish. They were pretty dickish, but the only thing I'm thinking is they're also the kind of magic user temple, and perhaps they might be of a bit of help, especially if we teach them how to kill those things. Yeah, or they could we could see if they can do that on their own, and we can end this whole thing anyway. Well, I'm, I'm not. I'm. I'm. I've, I'm. I'm with you. I'm with you 100 percent on disguising and sneaking in there. That's that's absolutely fine. But maybe we could we could go to the temple first. Give him Solara. Show, show him I could transform into one of them things. Get get him to have a good look at it from at least what I've seen anyway. So I'll transform myself into what I remember everyone looking like. Give them all the information. They'll be all thank you very much, or probably not because they're a bunch of wankers. But 
then they'll know what to do or at least they'll have some kind of idea what to do they'll be on our side to help us we can still send all those guards away but we can tell them that the headquarters of resistance is somewhere else doesn't necessarily need to be that temple don't want to screw them over well i'm i'm kind of kind of kind of halfway really i mean we, we could tell them the headquarters is that temple after we told the temple what these things are so they at least stand a chance of defeating some of them cuz cuz otherwise they might just walk in there kill the lot of the temple in like 5 minutes flat and be back and then we have no ma- magic people yeah and and also they come back right in the middle of us trying to kill Samuel Cren. That's. Uh, I'm, so I'm, I'm, I don't envisage. I don't envisage that being too difficult. Um, but fair enough. I've just thrown a plan out there. It was just yeah, an no, idea. I, I, I like. Gets I, my I, far back. I'm, I'm 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 with you. I'm with you most of the way. But I I I'm not sure about screwing over this temple. I think I think maybe they might be the ones that can actually help us kill those things. And we might need to do so at some point. It would be nice not to have to fight them ourselves. But I don't want to throw the... And the temple people were dickheads, but they didn't deserve that. Well, I mean, it turns out if, if they do turn out to be proper dickheads, we can still do Bunker's plan after we've given... Yeah. Oh, do, do Rogar's plan after we've given them at least some fighting chance. Yeah. Maybe yeah, we'll I just suppose. I was just the... thinking, you know, it's just... You know, just get it done. But... Yeah. Well, I, know, I know you're... I know you're pretty keen to kill that Samuel Krem bloke. Um, well, let's. Do, but is there anything else you want to do outside the city, or should we go back in? And I reckon, I reckon we go back in. We talk to the temple, and then we have a think. We have a look at doing doing that plan and sneaking in as me, me as Kren, you as his um, minister of war. Okay. And then we'll and then we'll send them somewhere. We'll have a think. Yeah, I can't be bothered with the other like bounties. No, not right no. now. No. So you can always pick them up later if we wanted to. Yeah, exactly. There's no late. time malarkey. No time limit on the other bounties. No. All right, should we head back for the city then? Oh, oh. oh. Just remember before we go back, Sophia, bounty on your head. Oh uh, um, yeah. Don't forget that. Um, you could pretend to be me, couldn't you, Tommy? Yeah, quite easily. Um, only problem is then there's a bounty on my head. Oh well. <laughs> Sucks to be you. There's, there's just two of you then. But we could use that to our advantage at some point if mm. if you get spotted. Yeah. They can't chase two Sophia's. Well, it's in the it's in the back pocket, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm just gonna transform into Sophia, um, just to prove that I can. Okay. And I'm gonna look down at myself and go, nice. <laughs> Such a pervert. <laughs> Such a pervert. Uh, I had this uh, weird dream, right, guys? Right. Right. I saw Ansir. It was really lovely. I was like, I don't know, fighting some shit, and um, my bow started talking to me and shit. But yeah, it was really lovely to see Ansir. He seemed really happy. Is your bow still talking to you? No, not so much. Okay. It was nice to see Ansir anyway. How was he? Is he alright? Yeah, he seemed really happy. I mean, to be fair, he, he did forgive me he, he, for not being able to help him out and shit because he knew that there was nothing I could do and it was, it was just, it was really nice to see him. Didn't talk about you guys because... Well, it was your dream, wasn't it, to be fair? So it was whatever you wanted him to say. 
but yeah, yeah pretty much probably <laughs> um i seem to have lost a few things on the way here guys uh well um like potion of arrowism and the one that what? makes us fly i i'm sorry there must be a hole in the bag of holding or something there's a there's... hole in the bag of holding <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna, gonna 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 look at solar and go is, is that a thing um i mean to hold to another dimension oh fuck can you stitch it up i well, mean then... does that even work i'll keep i'll keep an eye on it keep it closed okay <laughs> this whole time rogue i was just gonna look at you like what the fuck are you on about <laughs> <laughs> i mean if you want to uh, make an inside check go for it yeah oh, you, you, you gonna yeah yeah um, oh, but, 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 while, while you're doing that, I'm going to be like, have you seen Handrel's eyes? Yeah, what's with them? Kinds of fuck. 20. Oh, shit. Make a, <laughs> yeah, like, make a deception. This is not good. Why did I have to say crap? <laughs> Nine. Nine. You're, you're pretty certain that there is not a hole in the bag of holding. <laughs> 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 the bag of holding lame as shit. <laughs> I am just going to keep staring at Stink after you Yeah. okay that's fine I've had a crappy night I don't, I don't get right, well, um, so are we going to head back to the city then yeah sounds good awesome okay. could do again afterwards should we um, what your mate this shop was closed, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. I wouldn't mind going back and having a quick peek. Yeah, I thought it was a bit odd. Yeah, Valmin, um, yeah, he, he doesn't tend to leave the, the shop very often. Only when he's got important meetings. He pretty much lives there otherwise. So, yeah, it does have me a little bit worried. Yeah, maybe we could uh, swing by, have a look. How are we going to get into the city? Uh, we've got, still, got our pre- still got our priest robes. Oh, bounty papers. Oh, ba- oh, yeah, there's bounty papers. Bounty That's papers. a good shot. And you can put your priest robe on, Sophia, and stick your hood up and pretend you're a priest with us. And then they wouldn't, shouldn't ask too many questions. Yeah. A priest with some bounty hunters? Well, yeah, you're, you're a combat priest. Ah, yes. Yeah, one Sounds of those. Good. We don't need them to, like, you know, bless the people before we, you know, brutally no, murder no. them. <laughs> we're in a world where clerics exist and are common <laughs> yeah, <that's true. laughs> if you climb the right mountain you might actually meet a god yeah. exactly yeah <laughs> uh, it does work okay so you are preparing yourselves then taking the road back to the city uh, yeah I yeah. think so pack up all our kit and get ready to bounce it's like, while we're on the road can I look at this staff or not? Um, you can look at it, sure. What are you trying to do? <laughs> just, just wander along, staring at stuff. Like, <laughs> just try and figure any, just see if I could figure anything out about it. You know, other than um, it looks nice. <laughs> <laughs> Does look nice. Take a look. I need to check. Obviously, something. if it's going to be no use to me, I won't. But <laughs> ah, I mean, you can use a staff. <laughs> Probably not as good as your mall. 
But... Oh no, no. I'm more, I'm more meaning as in like, will will I be able to ascertain if it's any of any use to anyone? Okay, I mean, are you going to basically attempt to try a tune to it? Is that what you're trying to do over the the walk home? Uh, well, I suppose that's the only way I'll know what it does, isn't it? Potentially, otherwise you have to get someone to identify it. Could um, could and you already ask Salar? I have not asked anybody. Okay. You could always ask Salara, see if she knows. Magically inclined and all that. Mm. Could do, but I think if it was just like, a, you know, if there was, if it was as easy as that, being kind of magic-y myself, I might have a bit of an idea. That was kind of what I was hoping. Well, that's an arcane check, isn't it? Yeah, true. That'd be the easiest thing to do. You're also not proficient in arcana and have had no real magical training. Fair or SLR. Is she? She must. Is she not proficient? She's no, proficient, no, no. You've yeah. talked about me. No, no, Solara is proficient, but you're not. Yeah. No. Yeah. I uh, say either that or you can try to tune to it while you're walking. It doesn't necessarily mean I have to use it, does it? So. I mean, you can unattune to it if you wanted to. Yeah. Okay. Go on. I'll try to tune to it while walking. Just see what happens. Okay. Well, as you all gather your things and you get dressed and disguise Sophia a little bit with the priestly robes and you start doing your walk back to the city it's going to take you about half a day's travel to get back um, that's even taking the direct road it'll take about half a day So, but you're setting off early and you'll probably get to the city gates about 11am-ish Cool. while you're doing that Rogar you attempt to attune to the staff you at first you find it a little bit difficult but you do eventually attune to it you realize as you do so it's almost like the staff was seeking out a magic user to form some sort of connection to okay you get the impression that this staff could only be used by someone who has at least an idea of magic and i will now tell you after attuning to it what you've got it is called the Staff of Swarming Insects. Ooh. Which explains why it is Appropriate. a... Mm, it is a wooden staff covered in etchings of small insects. Almost like little ticks. It's got a bit of gold around the top and towards the head of it with a larger scarab at the top. And, yeah, so this... Ch- if you want to take some notes down. This staff yep. has ten charges and regains 1d6 plus 4 expended charges daily at dawn. If you expend the last charge, you need to roll a d20, and on a 1, the uh, staff is destroyed. While holding the staff, you can use an action to expend some of its charges to cast one of the following spells from it, using your spell DC. Okay. Which is Giant Insect, which you have 4 charges of, or Insect Plague, which you have 5 charges of. Actually, sorry, it costs 4 charges, or Insect Plague, which costs 5 charges. I misread that, sorry. No, I was going to say, how many charges? Yeah. Um, the other thing you can do with the staff is use an ability called Insect Cloud. While holding the staff, you can use an action and expend one charge to cause a swarm of harmless flying insects to spread out in a 30-foot radius from you. The insects remain for 10 minutes, making the area heavily obscured for creatures other than you. The swarm moves with you, remaining centered on you. A wind of at least 10 miles an hour will disperse it and end the effect. What does that actually cause others to do then? Does that mean that 
they're a disadvantage or no it's obscuring so they can't see okay they can't see through it okay or if they're stood in it it's like they'd get disadvantage on attacks that sort of thing yeah that's that's what i was kind of going for yeah cool (coughs) okay interesting that is the staff cool Uh, previously we've walked in like i think it was before the cave you said it was kind of like a short rest Mm-hmm. Yeah, I will count this as a short rest if you. Awesome! All my stuff back. Not no, all your stuff. Some. Yeah, yeah, except for my luck. Everything else is back. Hmm. Awesome. It's quite useful that a lot of fighter stuff comes back on a short. Mm. Yeah. So as you approach the city, you notice the queue attempting to leave the city that you noticed on the way in is way bigger than the queue trying to get into the city at the moment. You actually get to the front of the line quite quickly. You're questioned by the guards but if you're going to present your papers the bounty charges they seem to allow you through you walk back through the large city gates and are greeted by the familiar purplish glow that even persists in daylight now you see the huddled masses of people some of which trying to get through the gate officially and are being turned away the city is still on a seemingly form of lockdown, unless you're on official business or working for the city, it is very difficult to leave and come back. You see the odd trader managing to make their way through, either because they're particularly silver-tongued or they've bribed the guards or something like that. Because, you know, commerce needs to flow in and out of the city still. (laughs) As you walk through the streets, it doesn't take you long to pass a rather peculiar sight. You see a number of regular guards and a knight stood by an alleyway that seems to have been almost cordoned off. As you're walking past, if any of you are interested, make me a perception check. Yeah, go on, I'm going to take a look. Yeah. And 11 for me. 11, it's difficult to make out too many details. You see what appears to have been a brutal scene of which there are a couple of bodies still lying out in the alleyway. Uh, there is blood smeared on the walls and you can't really make out much more details than that. It just appears that at least a few people have been murdered. As you're walking past Tommy, you hear a voice in your head. Uh, shit. I got bored. You shouldn't leave like that. What? And that's all. I thought the voice in your head would go away if you were wearing the mask. That's what Rogar said. Yeah. Yeah. The bullshit Rogar said. Is it bullshit or is it? It's a new voice. Or does it not look like he's wearing the mask? It doesn't look look like I'm wearing the mask, but I am. You are most definitely wearing it. You are personally unsure whether the mask is having any effect on this, let's say, person's ability to speak directly to your mind. It is definitely the person who has spoken to you a few times before. Okay. Same yep. place. Okay, the mask isn't doing much then, I'm guessing. Well, it's not stopping him from talking to me, the fucker. Yeah. So. Right. Well, there's no getting away from it, so... No. But that's what you see I... as you walk past, and that's the voice you hear. Guys, I want to head towards Valmin's shop, if that's all right. I want to check yeah. on him, see if he's all right. See if he's got any more bows and... Not bows. Lightning arrows. Guns. Uh, but mostly Valmin, ammo. Yeah, Valmin didn't sell you the lightning arrows. That was uh, 
Oh, yes. Our dwarvish friend. Yeah. All right. Can we go see him after? Uh, if yeah. You want to. We've got a bit of tidying up to do, and then we're going to see these priests, and then we're going to go see a man about murdering him. See mm. a man about murdering him? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Pretty much. Okay. Okay. So you make your way through the city to Valmin's shop, then? That's the first protocol? Yeah. Okay. Um, as you go through... Uh, Solara is quite hyper even though the city is quite depressing at the moment she's never seen uh, Varadin before and it's like oh this place is huge oh the buildings are tall oh what's that over there like she can see the spires of the noble district in, just in the distance and uh, hear the hustle and bustle of people you get the feeling she probably didn't go out much out of the uh, wizard's tower of, yeah uh, it used to be a lot more welcoming than this love uh, well we're just going to have to cheer people up then, aren't we? Uh, oh, yeah. You, 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 you get right on that. Um. As you're walking through and trying to distract her from doing anything too stupid, um, <laughs> you do eventually reach Valmin's shop. Do you approach? Yeah, I'm going to wander up. Um. You, As you approach, you notice the door still has the sign sort of nailed onto it that says it's closed but you do also notice that the door is slightly ajar that's not a good sign now is uh, it shit. Mm, get no, it. it's a good sign uh, yeah it's not a good sign ha 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 <laughs> right. I'm going to um, I'm going to loosen my pistols okay. in their holsters and I'm going to signal to the guys behind not not shouting or anything to to draw attention of anyone inside, but just signal that the doors are ajar and that I'm going to burst in. Okay, we've got your back. Do you uh, want, um, I'll, ready I'll, my bow, I guess. Rogar, do you mind sort of following directly up behind me? No, no. So we, we, we can go straight in and you can charge straight in if, if we need to. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take a, a perception check to see if I can hear any noises inside or anything. Yeah, go for it. Going on. 24. 24. You get close to the door and you kind of put your ear to where the, uh, like the sort of crack in the door where the uh, door frame of the door is open. You can hear someone in, at best guess, the workshop. Something is, uh, sounds like someone's rustling through papers and maybe scavenging of some sort. Right. Um,. Should we sneak in or shall I just burst in? Sneaky, sneaky. Sneaky, sneaky. Okay, I'm going to... Um, Get handled to that. I was going to say, sneaky, sneaky, you've asked me to follow behind Well, I, I was, I was, I was going to burst in if there was noises of... of it, like, if he was screaming out in pain or something. Well, obvious. Um, okay, yeah, I'm going to call Handrill up and be like, can you check it out? Uh, that cream, I think. All right, uh, sure. I'll try uh, I'll try to see who it is. And he's going to take a stealth. You know, With a twitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does his usual, pops his hood up for the advantage and almost disappears through the door into shadows that you didn't even realize were there. <laughs> and he starts to stealth into the room. Are you following behind him or just letting him go ahead? Uh, I'm going to let him go ahead for now. I'm just going to keep the door open. 
with my guns out now, pointing into the room behind him, and Rogar at my shoulder, uh, the other two behind, ready. So we're all kind of basically in the doorway, ready to fuck something up. <laughs> okay. Um, answer, uh, not answer. Ugh, wrong character. That's a dead Wait, character. Wait, answer's back. No. <laughs> Never coming back. Not again. Um, Handrill makes his way into the, well, through the front of the shop and starts to make his way towards the workshop in the back. As he does so, he seems to go unnoticed and he returns to you after a few seconds. There's, uh, Tommy, mate, it's, well, it's, it's Valmin. He's in the back. Is he? Shit. So I'm just going to walk walk in, stride in as normal. Uh, as you walk and stride in, just wandering into the shop, you hear Valmin from back shout, We're closed! Go away! Valmin, mate, what's going on? Tommy? To- yeah. Tommy, is that you? Yeah. Where have you been? What's going on? He uh, comes walking slowly out of the back room, giving you all a good look at him. And as this is the first time anyone on podcast is hearing about Valman, he is a small gnomish man, probably in his, what you consider late middle age, like in a human you'd probably say in his 50s. So he's you know got a few years under his belt, but he's not like an ancient gnome. And he comes walking out of the back. You notice he's actually got a gun strapped um basically to his waist, which is something you don't normally see from Valmond, at least not wandering around his own shop. Uh, as you walk in, the place looks like it's been abandoned for a few days. You can see all the little clockwork soldiers he tends to have out on the shelves. They're all like covered in a bit of dust. The uh, workspace has got just like random bits of tools and things that have just been left there. You get the impression he's definitely not been here for a few days. Uh, as you see him, he looks frankly exhausted like he's not even trying to hide it he looks like he hasn't slept in days so um just and and for for, for the audience uh i know valmin because at some point before pod i saved his life and in return he gifted me my first gun hmm. um which is quite rare and see there aren't many people around who own or carry guns so it's one of those things it also turns out that he's actually uh quite involved in a group of legitimate businessmen who take interest in the affairs of the city hmm. and as you have come to realize with your time with him they take interest in the affairs of many cities in fact yes they have quite a uh, considerable reach should we say hmm. valvin uh walks out to you and goes oh tommy lad i oh it's it's good to see you again feels like it's been too long Yes, yeah, it's, it's good to see you too, mate. Look, uh, we, we came by a couple of times now looking for you, and the shops had that sign out the front. Starting to get a little bit worried, mate. Oh, yes, I... I wasn't expecting to be away so long. It was... He, his eyes kind of get like a almost a haunted look as he kind of looks into the distance. And you feel he's struggling to say something, and then he kind of shakes his head and looks down and goes... I've, I fucked up. I, I, I fucked up badly, lad. I, 
It wasn't supposed to go like this. I didn't... I didn't realize what was going on. You you believe me, yeah? I, I'm not a... I'm not a bad man. Of course you're not, mate. Look, you, um... You've done loads for me over the years. You took me under your wing, mate. I, you're not a bad man. Look, look, what's happened? How did you fuck up? How do, how do we sort it? Make me a persuasion. Okay. Tommy's not great at charisma. Yeah, but a 17, he okay. pulls it out of the bag. <laughs> uh, with a 17, he kind of... He turns to go back to the workshop and kind of gestures for you guys to follow him. Presumably you're all kind of yeah. going to wander through. Oh, yep. um, I mean, this, this is Solara. Don't worry, she's with us. Hi, <laughs> small yet. person. Are you a gnome, or are you just really tiny? Valmin kind of cocks his head and like, don't make me shoot you, lass. I've had a long day. <laughs> <laughs> and just presume you all follow him into the workshop? Yeah. Yeah. He sits... uh, I, 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 I turn and I just give um, Solara like the cutting throat signal like <laughs> just just don't just yeah <laughs> but then yeah yeah we all, we all, t- all go into the back room uh he sits there he pulls up a chair and kind of sits down and you see his whole body just sort of almost collapse into it like this man whatever he's been going through he's had the weight of the world on his shoulders and you can see he's almost relieved to have someone to talk to but he doesn't really want to say what happened at the same time he takes a few moments and you're wondering whether he's just not going to bother telling you and then eventually sort of looks at him and goes I took on a contract it came well through certain channels recommended and signed off by the firm it was as far as I was aware some sort of research project something that they needed my particular expertise on but I didn't (sighs) he shakes his head and almost wants to sort of stop saying and then kind of shakes it off a little bit and goes I didn't realise who we were working for I'm not even sure how this has happened For the last few days, I've been in a research lab that I've been to a few times, doing work on a project. It's been going on for for months now, but this this was the time I realized exactly who we were working for and just what the what the damnable implications might actually be. I managed to get out, but. I'm not sure... Fuck. Something... Something has to be done with this. I... Look, and he, um... He kind of stands up and almost paces around for a little bit. And... Turns back to look at you and goes... Turns out that this particular project... Was working with... The government... And I didn't realize. Ah, shit. They brought me because I know how to build things. Not just 
guns and gunpowder. That was always more of a aside. He kind of opens a drawer, and you see him pull out one of his little toys that you notice he always tinkered with. He always kind of made these little clockwork soldiers. And he kind of puts one out, and then he puts another out, and he puts another out, and goes, These were always my specialty. I was always really, really good at building little clockwork soldiers. Yeah, you were. What have you done, Valmin? They ain't so little anymore. They're not, are they, mate? I really... See, uh, you've seen him, then. <laughs> I drew up the blueprints. I made them. I didn't know how many had been produced. I didn't even realize what was going on until they brought... They brought this thing down into the lab. It was supposedly a delivery, a new... A new power core of some sort was supposed to power a specific creation of mine that I hadn't been able to get working. But it was, it was who brought the core down was what made me realize who we've been working for this whole damnable time. It was accompanied by one of those fucking monstrosities, the Illuminated. It was there as some sort of guard for it. There was a couple of officials from the government there too and when they brought this core down they demanded that we be extra careful with it and get it installed in one of the one of the more difficult parts of the project and as soon as they were out of sight I I just ran out of there I tried to grab some of my blueprints but I couldn't find them turns out they must have been hiding them after I'd finished drawing them up. The moment they were out of my sight, apparently they were never going to go back into my sight. What exactly have you made? He's he's made the shells that the illuminated are now inside. The clockwork machinery. I don't know if the illuminated are in them. They were designed to just work by themselves. Generally. It's complicated. I... It's hard to explain, but they're... They were designed to be, like, clockwork automatons. I came up with a few different versions. Mostly, they were supposed to just be automatic guards. Like, that was my idea behind them. They were just supposed to help protect people. When well, they're not the f- being used for that, Valmin. They are not being used for that at all. I realize. Now... But now there's an entire lab full of them, and whatever they put that core into as well. And whatever else they've decided to do down there, I wasn't allowed in the whole complex, just parts of it. So how do we kill them? How do we stop them? You do must you have some kind some of failsafe. Kind of, yeah, exactly. Off switch. They're all... They all effectively recharge off a central battery. It was something I managed to couple together with the help of a few others that it's part makes up part of the complex i don't know what they were planning to do long term but for now at least that's where the the automatons get their power kind of recharges them if is the where's the complex so we destroy the battery we kill kill them all or at least stop the mechanical bodies anyway 
it would stop them from recharging and it took months to build that core so if you could destroy that and destroy my blueprints that would stop them going down this route again at least for a long time where's the where is it where's the complex it was underground near underneath the noble quarter quite far underground below the sewer system how'd you get in it was I'll I'll sketch you out a little and he kind of takes a bit of paper that you see a bit of a map of the city on and he kind of indicates it looks like there's a way down to where he's saying that's through the sewers but it seems to from your knowledge it almost looks like it goes to a dead end but what he's drawing it seems it's not a dead end it seems to continue on further he says you'll you'll find an area that seems to end in just a wall but it's not you need to you need to know how to get past it there's a there's a an illusion cast there to make it look real but there's actually a small door on the side if you feel about you'll eventually find it Felman, we need to unfuck this. We seriously need to unfuck this. Now, I can't remember how much of we what, what we what we what we said we're doing, or how much we've explained to Valmin what we're doing. Um, you'd given him the gist. You hadn't gone into like a huge amount of details. I don't think you'd ever really told him that you were working for the revolution. Okay. You'd given him, an, I think, that you'd returned and that basically you had business in this city and you were you know, working for various actors, but I don't think you'd ever given, like, a full rundown of what you were doing. Right. Well, I think at, the, uh, I think at this point, unless anyone's got any massive objections, I'm going to ex- tell him what we're doing. Fine with me? Yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Tell him what we're doing, and basically say we, we've already come up against these things, and, yeah, they're fucking terrifying. And we need... I, I'm not 100% sure that they are what the Illuminated are in, so to speak. You know, like how the Illuminated are half machine, half whatever they are. Yeah, okay. I think this is something else. You get the idea that what he's talking about is more a complete automaton, not something that <clears> is like a amalgamation of both, but he did mention that the Illuminated were involved. So at the moment, it's a bit of a coin flip on what might be going on down there. Okay. So I'm going to, well, I'm, I'm going to sketch out what we saw. Anything like this. In fact, even better, I'm just going to transform into it. Anything like this. And I use, um, I'm going to convert myself into one of the Illuminator. Um, it's a difficult transformation because they notably normally floats and it's disguise self has certain limitations on how well you can disguise into something that doesn't that it doesn't fit your body shape i think like the maximum is like a you can make yourself a foot taller or shorter but you give a good approximation of what one of these things look like valman's kind of taken aback but he has seen these creatures before and goes no that one of them brought the power core down for the new experiment but uh, my my creations didn't look like that okay well, that's good to know, I guess. Well, we still need to unfuck this situation pretty fucking quickly because that's obviously phase two of the plan. Was there others you said you were working with you? What was that? Sorry, I didn't catch it. Uh, were there others that you said you were working with? 
yes, he said there were other uh, researchers there. Um, but yeah, I, when I left, there were still some researchers, but I don't know what's become of them. That was a few days ago. Okay. Right. I'm going to ask: Are these things free thinking, or do they do they have like? Are they programmed to do some uh, for, for a particular goal? They or can they can they be programmed by anybody? They're programmed, but not just by anybody. It takes a lot of knowledge to understand how these things' brains work. If we could get you in there, would you be able to change the programming? Uh, I mean, on like one individually, maybe, but they don't all. There's no connection between them. Okay. So they're powered centrally, but individually. Act on individually, their own. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. So I've explained to anyone what, what's going on, and you know the fact that we've. I've, 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 by the way, converted back into normal Tommy Sands mask. Okay. Uh, just, just because I'm, yeah, <laughs> not no longer struggling trying to look like an illuminated. Um, right. You need to come with us, but well, you'll need to come with us, Valmin, and. <sighs> I think you might want to at least at least help us get into this place. But first, we'll we'll we'll, we'll come back for you because we've got a few other things we need to sort out first. All right. I mean, I I don't know what the timeline on this whole thing is. I I escaped a few days ago and I've not heard anything since. But have they not come to find you at all? Doesn't seem to be yet. But well. I've always been afforded certain protections, as it were. Perhaps they're still holding out for now. Maybe you um, you might want to come stay with us for a few days, Valmin. I was going to say, it seems worth getting into the safe house, really. Yeah, because no one's going to be looking for him there. Yeah. Valmin kind of smiles and goes, I think I trust my own protections here a bit more. Don't Don't worry. You could always add your protections to the to the house. It'd take more than a couple of days for that, lass. All right, well, okay, well we, we need some provisions anyway. I need some more ammo. I'm running really low. Um, and then we'll, we'll work out what we're going to do about this and we'll be back in a day or so. All right. Well, considering you're agreeing to take this on and clean up my fuck up here and he kind of throws you a bag and it contains 15 bullets. That's all I've got in at the moment, but hopefully they serve you better than they serve me. Cheers, what something. Thank you, mate. Um, you got anything else in, in stock that I could maybe have a look at? Replace the, um, the old war, war horse pistol? He does. Let me bring up his inventory, because it's been a while since we've into Valmin shop, which for our audience, I didn't name it at the start, but it's called the Gears of Progress. And where is his shop? Here it is. He has only one of the gun in stock at the moment. It is a musket. And what does that do and how much does that cost? It would cost 700 gold. It, right. Basically, it's a standard musket with what is effectively a scope addition, so it is a plus one to hit and plus one to damage. Mm. But it would be considered non-magical. It is like a metallic upgrade, effectively. Okay. How much gold have we got, guys? <laughs> Not giving you it. 
Fair enough. <laughs> We've got 2,298 gold in the kitty. The problem is it takes away your two-handed as well. Yeah, it does. It's it's definitely a long-range long, long range thing. Yeah. Uh, I don't have the rules uh, right in front of me, but I believe a musket has a pretty damn long range. Yeah. It's, it's, it, well, especially with a scope on top, I'd expect yeah. you'd like snipe people from rooftops away if we needed to. But, okay, we don't need it at the moment. Um, oh, I now have it in front of me. It's minimum, like it's normal range is two hundred. Its disadvantage range is eight hundred. Awesome. Yeah, so fair old amount of range. Well, we we know he's got it anyway if we need it. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe, maybe someone maybe, else buys it. Well, well, I mean, it doesn't look like he's open <laughs> at the moment. And, and and also, if we unfuck this situation for him, he may be particularly grateful to me. Again, yeah, so, he should be. Well, yeah. So, so, no, so like, give me your gun, dude. No, 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 no blowies, even though you wouldn't have to bend down. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Rough. Way to talk about your surrogate father figure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's just Tommy, uh, though, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I wasn't, I, Tommy, Tommy wasn't saying that. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. So are you heading off from there now with a potential quest in tow? Yeah, yeah I think so. I mean, yeah. I don't know how... Some, tell me someone's written that down. Well, we, we 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 know what we need to do. We know we need to, where we need to go because Valman's okay. marked it out for us and given us the instructions of of what we'll yeah. what we'll encounter on the way. So, yeah, we we've got that information. I mean, I'm thinking it does sound pretty urgent, and it also might help us when we decide to take on Kren because mm. we don't know how many of these robot. Oh things. yeah. So we, we don't might... want them coming out the wazoo, do you? Let's exactly. So I want to take that on before we go and um, try and try and wazoo. walk, pretending to be Kren. Um, <laughs> it's a good word. <laughs> it's a good word. It's really tickled me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll give we'll give Flo a minute. Okay. Okay. So what do we want to do now, guys? Right. I want to get thinking... some more arrows. Yeah, so I'm thinking head to where Sophia needs to get some more arrows. Minor healing potions, all the rest um, of that. Yeah. All, all the potions that we seem to have lost in our tear in the bag of holding. Yeah. Yeah, I still don't believe you on that. Um, <laughs> and so you shouldn't. That was awful, awful. Yeah, t- Tommy I mean, doesn't really believe you either, but he hasn't actually, didn't really think about it too much at the time. I'm so. going to see if this staff is of any use to Solara. Or if she wants to use it, um, since though it does sound quite cool, I can't be bothered swapping between that and my weapon. So you're basically going to go. Do you want to bug stuff? Basically, yes. And plus, it takes up my third and final achievement, I believe. So, yeah. uh, Solara <coughs> kind of nods up and down happily, like, "Ooh, bugs! Yeah, sure, I'll take this. Thanks." Cool. Uh, I can then. Uh, and then um, I'm thinking temple, get that out of the way, and then this automaton thing sounds like a night jobby. It does, yeah. And are we going to um, are we going to bother fighting in the arena again, or should we leave that till after Ooh. we? Uh... That sounds a bit light-hearted, and maybe we need light-hearted. Well, yeah, just just murdering a few people for the amusement of the crowd. No, we're it's not true. playing to death. Well, true, yeah. Well, well we, we might not be. We'll, we, 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 could, we could always inquire, couldn't we, on the no, way? No, stop trying to fight it's to death. It's only like an extra 50 gold or something. Well, no, I, I just, I, just mean, I, I didn't mean inquire about the death thing. I just inquire generally about what the next stage is. Mm. Fighting to uh, the death is double the reward. Yeah, yeah. 
but last time it was a 50 gold then it was 100 if you yeah, yeah. we don't that. need the gold that much well no but we, no, we have copious amounts of gold but yeah which we not really spend. Should buy. But... <laughs> <laughs> I well, love it. Hey, he's a he's a dragonborn. He likes to hoard. Yeah, he needs to sleep on it at night. He scatters yeah. it on his bed. Then <laughs> 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 curls up and wraps his tail around. And your Poke. problem is. <laughs> so, are you lot going to the temple, or are you going quick shopping first? What are you doing? Quick shop. Quick, 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 quick shop, temple, and then uh, arena to inquire about the next phase, I think. So, okay. plan of action. Sounds good, yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, are you just going shopping specifically for arrows, or are you going shopping? Uh, arrows and healing arrows. potions, and any specials that might be on. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. Buy one uh, healing potion, get one free, maybe. <laughs> okay, well, you make your way over to Talson's Trinkets, and you are welcomed by the friendly face of... Um, the dwarf you've all come to know and love, um, Talson Dranwin. The uh, shop has restocked slightly from when you were last here. It's been a couple of days, so they've had time to produce some new things. So if you're looking for healing potions, he has in stock at the moment one superior healing potion. Well, that's going to be expensive. Two yep. medium healing potions and one minor. How much is uh, the medium healing potion? Ah, well, that will be 200 gold each. But how about not? How much is the minor healing potion? Oh, that one's a steal at only 50. Let's take a minor healing potion. Uh, okay. Who doesn't have one? I don't think I have one. I think I used them you all. You used yours. I think I've still got one from I the do. last lot that we had earlier. Uh, Rogano? No, I don't have one. Yeah, you got heal. You got. Um, lay on hands, haven't you? I have a number of things, but that's beside the point. <laughs> <laughs> Do you mind if I have it then? I suppose not. Yeah, you, <laughs> you, you have it, Sphere. Um, I'd say I've still got one left from okay. the last slot we found, slash acquired. Um, and then, <clears throat> how have you got any of those? Uh, what other type of arrows have you got? Uh, he you know, strokes his beard a little bit and goes, Ah, well, since you cleared me out of the lightning arrows, I just have some fire and acid-based arrows left. How much are they? They are 50 gold each. Mm, I don't mind if I get, like, I don't know, four lightning arrows? 200 gold. Well, yeah. it'd be, you, can't, you can't have lightning. You're... No, you know. Fire no, sorry, um, fire. Sorry, yeah. Get two fire, two acid. Let's be cool. Yeah. Is that all right with you guys? Yeah, go for it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so 200 gold, you hand over. Uh, plus the 50 for the minor. Plus the 50 for the minor. Okay. Uh, go, go on, go on. Come on. We're spending a bit of cash here. 225? Make me a persuasion. It's worth a punting, isn't it? Yeah, it is. He kind of peers at you through his little singular monocle that he has. Like, mm. So 19. Uh, let's see what he gets... It's about as well as Tommy's ever rolled for any kind of charisma checks. Uh, with a 16, he kind of, you know, he yes. adjusts his monocle a little bit, strokes his beard and goes, go on, since you're going to spend that much money, half off on the healing potion. Because I like uh, you a lot. You're a gent, and we've pretty much taken all the money that we've spent in this entire... <laughs> <laughs> 
I have indeed. Back to the sea. I just have a question. Is, is, would this be the guy who has any, like, magical rings? Uh, he did have some, yes. Has he got any still? Uh, what he's got left in stock at the moment, he has a ring of swimming and a ring of warmth. Yeah, they don't sound that good. But then again, I have no idea. <laughs> I'm assuming swimming allows you to swim or walk well, on we, water or something? We have a boat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and a ring of warmth. What does that do? Uh, if you're inquiring, he will give you the uh, spiel on that one. If I can find the ring of warmth. Uh, he pulls it out and kind of shows you this uh, small little ring that's kind of like got a little band of um, almost like a little fire band around, around the outside of it and goes uh, this one is good if you're into a bit of cold mountain climbing and things like that when you wear this ring you got resistance to any and all cold damage and everything you wear and carry is unharmed by temperatures as low as minus 50 degrees Fahrenheit what's that in it, like actually no, this is all in Imperial isn't it sorry my bad Yeah. Mm-hmm. so it keeps you warm when you're cold hence the name yeah fair enough if we ever planning to Climb a mountain might be handy, or if someone tries to freeze you, one way or the other. True, true. true. Yeah. Uh, uh, right. Anything else? Quick note: uh, the lightning arrow did two d six. Does the fire and acid do the same? Yes. Just check it. Check it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Thank you. Cool. Anything else, guys? Anyone else want anything else? Anyone want anything else from the um, armor merchant around the corner as well, or anyone else, or anything else on the? Um, in the market. No. Does Solara need anything? No, Solara's fine. Cool. Uh, I like shopping. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Even fake shopping. <laughs> <laughs> All right, should we? Um, should we go to the? Um, go to the temple district temple then. Arena. Temple arena. Uh, oh well, which is closer actually? Uh, from where you are now, it'd be a bit closer to get to the temple. Yeah. All right. Temple district it is. Okay. Uh, you walk your way through the city, making your way through the citizens and guards and everything else to finally get back towards the temple district, as it tends to be called. You see the grand temples of the gods that are here, and you start to approach the Temple of Mistra, the clearly magic-infused building is like it has spires that aren't even connected to it that sort of float up above the uh, the temple itself it's quite a grand hall even though it's not the fanciest temple in the district you walk in and uh, well, bef- bef- before we do stay go outside on. you're gonna stay outside and i was, I was gonna, gonna say completely out of character to flow yeah uh just wondering if you'd be interested if it might might appeal to you to go and speak to Ansi's brother and tell him about yeah, what you I was saw that. maybe maybe sure how happy he would be to see me well, probably not very happy to see you, but he might take some solace in knowing where, what's happened to his brother and the fact that his brother is serving in the afterlife and that he, you know, what 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 you saw, basically, if you explained to him what you saw and how he came and saved you. And yeah, just, good. I was going to say, know, the, the only worry about that is, like like Ansia said, uh, in he the doesn't dream, like the undead. He, yeah, they they that's like what they're completely... That's what they tried well, to stop. He wasn't. He didn't come back to the world, did he? 
Yeah, I suppose. If he if he if he'd come back to the world, then yeah, absolutely. But he didn't. He helped out in like the afterlife, effectively. Um, or, or, or a a, it a was kind a of dream. Yeah, I can't remember what um it was, it was, said. It, it was. It was, a, it was it was kind of it was kind of another realm basically yeah, wasn't it of, which which is which is kind of where you know he he he's obviously he's after he's died his soul has gone to this the, his god's realm and his god allowed him yeah that's very true yeah to, he to wouldn't be able and, to get there he, he wouldn't he wouldn't be able to do that and he wouldn't have done it with with all the favor of his god sh- like shining like a bright white light yeah, yeah. to be able that's to do it without without his god's kind of so yeah. i just i would wonder whether, whether whether perhaps that might offer him some kind of solace yeah, sounds good. Uh, so, I mean, I guess you. I'll you, do that separately. Well, after or something. Well, you, you could do it. We, we could split the party, like, because we're all in the same area, and you could just go and tell him because we're not going to mob handage because it was your kind of private thing. You can kind of tell yeah. him, detail your dream. Meanwhile, Rogar's going to, guess, hang around outside. Um, and. You're going to take. Me and Solara and Handrel. Actually, maybe not Handrel. Yeah, maybe not anymore. <laughs> maybe not. Uh, me and Solara will go in. <laughs> okay. Handel can hang out with me. Okay. Yeah. So Handel and Rogar are busking outside. Sophia's <laughs> off to the Temple of Kalimbor, and Tommy and Solara are going to head into the Temple of Mistra. Yeah. Okay. So the ask two her of if you... she knows anything about the Temple of Mistra. You've ever heard of it? Can I ask her something if you want. Yeah, just just to see whether or not she's heard of Mistra, if she's has any pull. Sure. What do you ask her? Uh, yeah, just basically that. Have you have you ever encountered the Temple of Mistra before? Uh yeah, no. I mean, everyone who um, works in the spire knows about Mistra. She is the god of magic. It's <laughs> kind of her deal. Um, yeah. Temple, uh, I'm not I'm not much of a churchy person. I don't see the point of worshipping someone who I know exists and gives me my power anyway. Um, I don't know. I think these guys are normally a little bit stuck up, at least some of them. Um, yeah, I mean, but I know them. Um, I mean, technically speaking, I'm officially here from Varric Spire, so I may have some pull. Yeah, just casually drop that into conversation, perhaps. Will do. <laughs> Cool. Actually, so you don't casually do anything. <laughs> she is already walking off towards the temple. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go and catch up with her, and then we'll, we'll, we'll go in. Okay, bye-bye. Okay. So, you two head inside. You are greeted with the sort of grand entranceway with all like the statues and the magical fires that are le- lighting up the room. As usual, there's not really many worshippers here. There are people who, you assume, work here or worship here as like actual wizards and mages and all the rest of it. Um, as you're going round, you make your way over to, I presume, the guy who keeps turning you away every time you come here. <laughs> yeah, Same pretty much. guy, over and over again. Uh, yeah, that, that douche. Yeah. Magus Doran, who is sat there in his usual uh, lightish red robes with his uh, short pointed beard, his grey hair kind of slicked back. He's got his staff just to the side and he's, you know, perusing through a book as he pretty much every time you come in here he is. You get the impression this is pretty much all he does all day is read spell books. Um, as you're approaching, um, well, as you're walking there, Sarah goes, so why why are we here? What do you, what do you want me to do? Uh, well, basically, this gent, you see the old guy, looks a bit surly, looks like someone just take, took a piss in his coffee. Yeah. 
we're gonna go, he wants to know more about the illuminated so you're gonna tell him what you know and also mention where you're from and stuff might give you give us a bit more um credibility uh basically he wants that and then if he, if we give him that information he might help us out in the city at fighting them and generally with revolutionary type stuff right and what's his name again uh magus dickhead i think major dickhead uh, <laughs> <laughs> magus magus doran that's it yeah. Doran. yeah don't call him a dickhead he is right. but don't call him that but hmm and she kind of thinks around and goes but he's not like in charge here right i'm my my master told me there was a temple in this area but i'm, I'm sure he said there was like an arch priest or something not a not a magus do you, do you know is this guy important he acts it but fuck knows seem, we seem like he was the guy we got directed to when we came asking right okay and she just sort of storms off in his direction um, almost leaving you behind she basically just strides over to him directly uh, he starts to look up seeing this oh, medium height short for a half elf you'd probably say just walk straight up to him walk past all his priests and mages and all the rest of it and she puts her hand and closes the book that he was reading <laughs> yeah. hi Magus um, whatever your name was I don't really remember anymore I am here to see your boss could you open the door um, excuse me yeah, uh, I am here as an official representative of Varric Spire. You may have heard of it. It is literally the most important ma ma wizard's college in the world. Like, the world, not your stupid little city. Uh, can you show me to your boss, please? Apparently you are very annoying and I do not wish to talk to you. <laughs> Young lady, I do not know who you think you are. But why would I ever allow you through here? Oh, and you're here too, as I presume Tommy starts to jog up behind. Yeah, to, to, no, Tommy kind of saunters up behind oh, okay. with, with, with a smirk on his face. Yeah. <laughs> Tommy's enjoying this. <laughs> Great, one headache brings me another headache. Thank you. Have you done what I asked at least? Is this why you're here? Yeah, yeah, we we have actually, but um, just kind of been brought to my attention that you're not actually in charge here. Is that right? That is correct. I did tell you that the Archpriest Lauren did not need to be bothered by random ruffians who show in off the street. If you had something of import, I would let her know, and perhaps she would grant you an audience. Well, he didn't say that. let's just say we do have something of import and we would like to be granted an audience now, please. <laughs> See, I've asked you very nicely. I'm afraid she's in a meeting at the moment and Solara just sort of puts her finger literally on his lips. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I don't care what jumped up little temple you come from. Literally, the world might collapse. You know that? Like, the world, the whole thing, might fall apart. Because you are doing nothing except get in my way. So, I have very important information. I need to tell your boss. Open the goddamn door. 
or I'm uh, electrocute you where you stand. And you notice a bit of electricity kind of starts sparking off her fingers when she says that. <laughs> Bitch is crazy. <laughs> he goes, honestly seems absolutely stunned by this clear affront. Almost that he doesn't really know how to react to it. <laughs> you get the impression he's kind of just used to having the run of the place. He blinks a few times and then just goes, um, somewhere in that drivel you just let out, you mentioned you know something about the Illuminated. Is that correct? Yes, I know everything, or at least way more than you do. So, come on, let, let us through, let's go. <sighs> I will see if Archpriestess Lauren will let you through. I know she is most interested in this matter. And he kind of gets up and walks off to a large double set of doors that are like ornately carved and very fancy like old wood doors that are just like huge, almost like giant sized. You didn't even realize they were supposed to open. They like, they look almost ornamental. He uh, knocks on the door and then goes in after a few moments. Yes. And Solara sort of turns back and goes, Okay, cool. We got that story, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Awesome. Oh, I've enjoyed that. Uh, <laughs> let's go in then. The two of you um, kind of walk over to the door and sort of, as you get there, um, Megas Doran is just coming back out and goes, it appears she would like to see you both. He kind of sighs, and you see he looks so both angry and dejected and just kind of walks past you both without saying anything further. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going just just to smile at him as he wanders past. Uh. Solara just sort of walks straight past him, not even really paying attention to him anymore, and opens the door. And inside you are greeted to a massive chamber and it is just ornamental as fuck this place looks like if you took all of like the gems off the walls the gold all the paintings and murals down you could pretty much buy the city it looks magnificent and you can see like even just in the air up above there's like little sparks of magic jumping from between crystals that are providing the sort of almost aura in the room it just looks so both wealthy and magical. You get the impression that the temple has probably existed for a long time and has had numerous people contribute to it, and, you know, wizards tend to hoard things, and uh, acquisition of wealth isn't generally that difficult for them. In the middle of the room, however, a good, uh, good ways into it, as you're coming through the door, you see um, the woman you presume to be Archpriest Lauren, She's dressed in a very expensive-looking blue robe with a blue cloak over the top and a hood up. She's holding a actually golden staff with a blue jewel in the top of it. It's almost just like a perfect orb. And you also see a few other people there that look a little bit out of place. You see three people wearing red robes but not, like, expensive robes. These, look, these guys look like they've come out of the forest. They are 
from what you can see as you're approaching a uh, a woman, a male elf, and a male dragonborn. Ooh. They are stood to one side as Lauren kind of turns away from them and almost proffers you guys to come forward. I bid you both welcome. Thank you. Um, thank you for seeing us. Uh, we have some important information regarding the Illuminated that um, your lackey, for want of a better word, was trying to stop us from getting to you. Try and take all the glory. Mm. I see. Well, if it is indeed about the Illuminated, I am most interested in whatever light you could shine upon this. I must apologize to the other people here. We were in a rather important discussion, but they would bid us a few moments. Of course. Um, will they be staying? They kind of nod and don't really look like they were even going to take no for an answer. You know, yes, they can stay. Um, well, before we get started, do you mind if we get introductions? Of course not. I am, as you are probably aware, Archpriestess Lauren, the leader of this temple. The three people you see over here are emissaries from the Circle of the Purifying Flame. I introduce you to Urza, Halden, and Voss. The uh, the woman steps forward, well, the human woman steps forward, and seems to be Urza. Halden appears to be the male elf, and Voss is the dragonborn. The other just kind of nod towards you. They seem a bit cagey as to why you've interrupted their meeting, but they don't really say much. Okay. Uh, my name's Tommy. This is Solara. And she has come from... What was it again, sorry? The Vorix Spire. Vorix Spire. With, well, quite considerable information on the Illuminated. So I'll pass you over to her. Thank you. Um, so, Solara recounts a lot of the information that she's told you before. So, she talks about the Illuminated being some sort of group that she's uncertain of the origins of, but they appear to be some collection of presumably evil wizards and sorcerers of some historical note, because her the way she describes it sounds like this group came together a very long time ago. She says what you've kind of pieced together that she's not certain that the creatures that are calling themselves the Illuminated here are indeed this group, but there seems to be some connection between the two. Lauren, uh, as she kind of listens to all this, sort of nods along and is like, doesn't really interrupt. She just seems to take in all the information. When Solara finishes, uh, Lauren kind of nods and goes, I was uncertain myself whether these creatures were simply adopting the name or whether they were connected to the original group. I know the Spire has always taken responsibility for dealing with their appearances. I was under the impression that we had not seen one of the Illuminated in at least a few hundred years now. So they're kind of nods and goes, Yep, this, uh... This seems to be the first time their names come up in a long time. I see. Well, if they are indeed connected, then we are in a lot more danger than we even realized. But I am intrigued. 
Tommy, you said your name was. Why are you here? I understand she has come far to attempt to fight these creatures, but what is your involvement? Well, can I um, speak candidly, mademoiselle? This place is safe for such things, yes. Okay. I'm here on behalf of a certain resistance that you may have heard of in the city. We are, shall we say, unhappy with the way the city is currently being run and the way its citizens are being treated under it, particularly, most recently, with this martial law. There's quite a number of us, including most of the other temples in the city who are all of a similar mind and are prepared to offer us, say, a certain amount of assistance should a regime change be necessary. I see. You are correct. I was aware that certain rumblings had been happening throughout the city. It would be hard not to notice the disturbances. And I, too, am greatly dismayed that these creatures, whether they are connected to the true Illuminated or whether they're just stealing the name for unknown reasons, that they're allowed to simply roam around the city dispensing their peculiar brand of justice as they see fit. It has been a long time since I have spoken to Kren and his council. It appears my voice does not really have much sway there anymore. I would support your movement, though, and as she's about to say that, one of the druids steps forward, uh, you see the, uh, the elf, and he goes, look, this is all very interesting, but you know that we have more important matters to attend to. This is far beyond what concerns of a small city might have. Yes, I was getting to that. The three people here have come a long way to seek my guidance because there has been a disturbance in the plane of fire and it seems they are uncertain what to do about it nor what has caused it. And with this information you've given me I'm beginning to wonder if events are not more connected than they may have seemed, if the Illuminated are really involved, if they're resurfacing I do wonder just what could be going on, what their grand plans could truly be. And uh, she looks back to Halden and goes, Halden, perhaps you should enlighten us all. What exactly has been going on? Halden kind of looks at the pair of you and just kind of like, it's not really sure why he's entertaining bothering telling you to, but he seems to respect Lauren enough that he's just going to kind of roll with it even if he's a bit, like, put out by it, is, well, we have seen numerous issues whenever we have attempted to contact the plane of fire. Normally, we are... Normally, we are meant to maintain watch, in some ways protect it, in others even travel to the plane, if our, if our Lord Kossuth commands it. But for the last 
week or so, if not longer. Every time one of our druids has attempted to go there, they have not returned. Any time we have attempted to call forth creatures of the realm to interrogate them, they have not appeared. Or, in one instance, as we attempted to summon through one of the denizens of the Plane of Fire, it appeared horribly mutated and dying. We are gravely concerned that something has affected the elemental planes. And we must attend to this immediately. We cannot allow... We cannot allow cosmic balance to shift. Lauren kind of nods to that. And so you see, my hands are a little bit full at the moment. In fact, at the moment, I'm not even entirely sure what help we can offer. She turns... Uh, she looks at the pair of you and goes, It seems you have been quite resourceful in your own right. Solara made mention that you've encountered the Illuminated numerous times. She seemed impressed by you and what little she knows of you. If we could help these druids, perhaps I would be able to help you in exchange. Yeah. Well, we can give it a go. Sure. Excellent. She uh, seems to ponder what could be done for a moment and then turns back to the druids. You say communication with the realm has been difficult. I am considering if we turned the entire power of the temple towards opening a rift to the realm of... to the plane of fire, we would be able to send some sort of excursion there and find out just exactly what's going on. With my own abilities added to it, I would be able to maintain such a portal for long enough to have people leave and return. Do you think this would be acceptable? Halden kind of turns back to the other druids and they discuss for a moment and goes, yes, but anyone we send, at least one of our people should go along as well. Yeah, damn straight. If we're sending an away party, we need some red shirts. <laughs> uh, Voss the Dragonborn kind of stares at you a little bit and goes I will accompany any excursion I have been to the Plane of Fire multiple times during my own trials as a druid if I can lend any aid I will do are you familiar with a Dragonborn by the name of Rogar by any chance um no. That's all right, then. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of species of shit is this? You think all Dragonborn know each other? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's more of a Dragonborn thing, but just don't worry about it. It's fine. <laughs> Boss does not like you. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. I have that effect on people. Um... Lauren turns back to the pair of you and Solara and goes, so you would be willing to help us in this? Uh, How much choice? I, I, I. Speaking for myself, yes, but I need to get my um, the rest of my colleagues to agree to it, and we'll need a day or so to prepare, if that's okay. The druid, like Halden, shakes his like, "No, this. We cannot wait any longer. This must be immediately. We must go and find out exactly what has happened. The longer we wait." 
The elemental planes may be destabilizing for all we know. Look, at least give me a few minutes to go and find the rest of the group. <sighs> Lauren kind of like nods to and goes, If he has friends that may assist, I do think the more the better. We do not know how dangerous this excursion will be. Yeah. Right. Okay, we'll, 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 be, we'll be back shortly. We just need to gather the others. Okay. Um, so, I'm just, I'm, yeah, so kind of as we as we wander out, I'm I'm going to say to um, Megis Dorin, just uh, the, the Archmage wants to see you, mate. What? Oh, excellent. Good. I'll, I'll go immediately. He gets okay. up and like wanders and, over to the room. And as he wanders off, I wait till nobody's looking at me and I change to look just like him. <laughs> okay. Uh, I just go, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, everybody. Uh, yes, c can I can I get your attention? Yes. Um, look, I'm very sorry for all these years of coming across as an absolute colossal dickhead. And I'd just like to say that um, if anybody would like to tell me how they really feel, then uh, I'm just going to be popping off and I'll be back in five minutes. Just, just, just wander up to me. Tell me exactly how you feel. You won't get into any trouble. Just get everything off your chest. And I promise from now on, I'll be a much nicer chap. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Go back to what you were doing. And yes, yes, I do have a very small penis and that's why I'm so angry all the time. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, Make me a uh, performance check for that one. Okay, sure. <laughs> can, can I get it with an advantage? Because I look exactly like him. Because I've just go seen... for it. Just yep. go for it. Okay. Uh, I got a thirteen. Thirteen. Uh, some of the mages in the room kind of like turn and pay attention and kind of nod, like, "Yeah, he is a dick." <laughs> <laughs> so I, I wait till they all stop stop looking at me, and I transform back again into Tommy. Without, without the mask and um, yeah wander out okay right so you wander out so Sophia have you already headed off or were you waiting no I headed off okay uh, you head towards the temple of Kalemvor you notice that the doors are shut oh how peculiar yes oh. it is actually quite strange because this is the middle of the day in the city normally these doors are open um, I kind of knock on the door. You knock? Yeah. Doesn't seem to have any response. Okay, well then I just walk back. I tried. <laughs> Can't say I didn't fucking try, alright? Yeah. So tell me you head down and presumably see Rogar busking in the street and Handrel trying to get coin off people. Yep, I see Rogar just playing his banjo. Yep. Uh... Well, right, guys, really got back on the banjo, <laughs> which I did discover this week. Ellie <laughs> face with an Oakland booty, nice. Um, right, so yeah, I'm gonna come come wander up to you guys with Solara, and I'm gonna explain what happened and explain what they want us to do. As you're explaining to Rogar, it takes a few minutes, but eventually Sophia shows up and tries to okay. catch up to things. Yeah, and I catch nice. Sophia up again to yeah. to what we were just discussed so rather than go through it all again the doors were locked well closed that's not usual is it that is not usual um yeah we might want to go and investigate that or see what's going on ask a few people but right now 
if we want to help, we need to get back in there. Yeah. Oh, and, and and by the way, I may have transformed into Magus Doran and uh, yeah, got everyone told everyone that he I'm a massive dickhead and to come up to him and tell him what they think of him. So uh, yeah, there might be a little bit of fun going on in there. That's using a little bit of my causing chaos. <laughs> <laughs> the king in yellow smiles. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, might want to watch out for that, but we need to get back in there if we're going to help. Okay. Basically, we're going to a plane of fire. Okay. Um, yeah. Are we just picking up every quest? Why did you agree to this? Why? Well, I figured they might be able to help us out. She seemed a lot less of a dickhead than um, Megas Doran. Hmm. You say you, you and, and you have what to say that you should trust these people? Well, they're one of the few people that haven't tried to kill me on sight yet. So generally, I trust the people who don't try and kill me. But I've not got anything to say to trust them particularly. But at the same time, any edge we might get against Kren, surely a good one. Particularly the the only people in the city that really know anything about magic except us. We can always back out. Let's go. Let's go have a chat. See what they say. We can always fuck uh, off. Well, I suppose we can. I suppose we can always try to fuck off. Yeah, that's very true as well. Uh, there's, there's another dragonborn in there. He doesn't know you, so don't worry. Uh, yeah, not 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 entirely worried, but you know, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, well, I'm just I'm just wondering because if anyone knew you before, they might. Have in for a shock, yeah. True, <laughs> that's True. kind of why I was asking it wasn't a species this thing, but everyone's taking it like that. <laughs> <laughs> you did notice he was a copper dragonborn, not copper, yeah. sorry, bronze. Bronze, okay. I, I, I don't know a lot about dragonborn, I don't know if they come in multicolors in the same clan. I didn't want to assume, didn't want to come across as speciesist. All right, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right, so. All of you are heading back in? Uh, yeah. Uh, Handrel, I assume, is just coming along because that's where we're all going. Yeah, he he's, generally just follows. He is very yeah, much just him. following. He's like, we're going to the plane of what? All right, what, whatever. Fuck it. Dude, you're still getting paid. <laughs> the only one of us that is. <laughs> okay, so you all head back inside. As you go in, you notice that Megas Doran is yelling at a initiate mage, who you presume may have said something to him. <laughs> <laughs> you head past that little scene without him really paying attention to you and head back to uh, the Archpriest's uh, chambers, effectively. There, you all you notice that she's already called in a number of uh, mages into the room who are now setting up some sort of ritual. What's going on in here then? Uh, so, from what I can gather, all the mages are going to sit in a big trust circle and they're all going to combine all their magic together and it's going to send create a portal. We're going to go through the portal with a couple of these red shirts and find out what's going on. How about your mate? I thought you said we were going to get back to him. Well, I'm I'm hoping it's not going to take us more than a day to do this. Okay. 
But I don't know. Maybe we need to find out some more information. I was going to say, do we even know if time acts in the same Well, yeah, we might, might pop back exactly the same time we leave. I mean, you can or try... after. You can ask these questions of one of the druids if you want. Yeah, let's 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 get a bit of information from one of the druids. Who seemed the least standoffish? Well, um, boss hates you. <laughs> yeah, but he, he 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 might be able to like, I don't know, speak to him in Dragonborn or something. You mean draconic? Yeah, and be I don't know. I don't speak anything other than common <laughs> <laughs> and a bit of dwarfish. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely not feeling going up to this dude and just being like, "Yo, bro, what up? <laughs> What's up with these humans?" <laughs> yeah. uh, um, actually, Sophia, you can speak Draconic as well, can't you? I can indeed. <laughs> so you guys Flirt with him. Flirt with him. <laughs> <laughs> you know how well that goes, everybody. <laughs> I don't want to have to glass the Dragonborn. <laughs> I kind of do. <laughs> hey, damn you! You can't be same as me. <laughs> I am the only Dragonborn in this city. Yeah. Um. Yeah, which one? Which one seemed like the the most approachable? Um, of the three of them, Halden seemed a little stuck up, but he also appears to be their leader. Urza didn't say anything, and Voss, you don't know because you instantly insulted him, so he didn't seem to take to you very well. Uh, I'm just gonna go up to Voss and be like, "Hey, sorry if I um if I insulted you earlier. It wasn't intended." My friend has had some troubles in the past with his own clan. I didn't want to assume. Uh, make me uh, a persuasion. Okay. Well, I'm I'm trying to be nice. Yeah. Uh, uh, Seventeen. Seventeen. He eyes you a little and goes, "It's all right." I take it are these your friends? Are these the ones coming with us? Uh, they are indeed. Yeah. Um, look. What can you tell us about the plane of fire? What what are we looking for? What's going on? And what are we likely to expect? What we're looking for, honestly, I'm not 100% certain. We'll have to explore and see what's going on. As for what to expect, I've been there a few times. You can expect heat. If you've ever been to a desert, times it by 100 and you might get a little bit close. The, uh, pretty much sitting under a blazing sun in a desert the entire time we're there. Hopefully we don't have to go anywhere near the City of Brass. I'd prefer to stay as far away from there as possible. The, uh, weather tends to be full of ash. But it is breathable, it's survivable. As long as we don't spend too long on the plane, we should be okay. Uh, Sounds like a nice place, mate. Well, it is an interesting place. It represents a lot of things in terms of vibrancy, passion, change, but also cruelty and destruction. Like most of the elemental planes, they tend to make up a variety of emotions and wills. Does does time pass there the same as it passes here? Yes, as far as we're aware, the... uh, Elemental planes run at the same as the prime material. Right, okay. Um, so I reckon we send a message to Heinrich on the sending stone. What do you guys think? Uh, yeah, because it's the next yeah. day. 
just tell him yo 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 what's up we're back in the city and uh, we're about to help the final temple with a well a quest for them that hopefully will see them on our side in a vague more maybe yeah 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 slightly shorter sentence yeah yeah. you you don't have to start it with the yo 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 (laughs) (laughs) you can if you like (laughs) yeah basically just 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 so he's aware what's going on forget the see you soon kisses yeah (laughs) just 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 two you know we don't want to go too far (laughs) (laughs) um you send that off then um while you're still waiting for all the mages to prepare uh, it takes a few minutes, and he does reply. Excellent. Glad you survived. Hopefully good news soon. Yeah, I would say cool, cool, peace out, but you, can, you can't send it again. Probably so. should have told them about the army of robots. But, you know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> True. Um, but, I mean, this uh, the whole, like, fact that the fire plane may be well things things may be seriously fucked up in the entire everything far greater than the city and stuff is probably more Hmm. i mean basically that's 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 kind of why we're here isn't it it's not because we're we're helping these people literally the fate of existence maybe at the end of the day People need heroes, and here we are. <laughs> and, and heroes, unfortunately, sometimes have to take the day off, so some rubes show up. <laughs> <laughs> you go in expecting the Avengers, and you get the Suicide Squad. Oh, yes. man. Yeah. Why yeah. the Suicide Squad? A <laughs> uh, uh, Voss comes back over to you guys and he's holding a number of water skins that seem like completely full. He starts handing them out to you and goes, there's no water on the plane of fire, so be careful with these. Might just save your life. Ah, oh, great. Yeah. Um, cheers. Have we got anything else that's useful in fire conditions? Oh, actually, I'm going to think about my sword for a bit. Because I had a fire sword. You did? I don't want a fire sword if I'm going to a fire plane anymore. I have a feeling that things there might be resistant to fire. Nice. So Worth a guess. So I'm <laughs> going to think about my sword for a bit, and I want it to be to do ice damage now. Ice? Okay, or well, cold damage. Cold As damage, you yeah, um, focus on it, the blade shifts from a... Uh, vibrant red to a very cold looking blue and the air sort of almost mists around it as the cold suddenly interacts with the oxygen around you and yeah it is done. nice I, I can now like waft my sword at people to cool mm. them down a bit yeah mm-hmm. cool all right um shame about those fire arrows we just bought but never mind yeah, <laughs> yeah. picked up two acid ones yeah that's yeah. true that's true um, um as you cool take the time to do that and he passes the water around and you change your weapon Lauren calls over to you all are you all prepared? as we'll ever be uh, everybody ready? yeah checked oh why? Yeah. yeah all right okay so, so let's let's do it yeah excellent she walks to uh, seems to be a, per- a 
specific point of where the circle is being made, and the mages begin to cast. You watch as the air crackles with arcane energy, and you notice that the two druids that aren't coming with you have also joined in with this. They all seem to basically spread magic throughout the room, and it seems to coalesce within the circle as it slowly gets channeled towards Lauren herself. She is entranced for a moment with her eyes closed, and then all of a sudden they open and you, they are just like solid blue with little crackles of energy coming off them, little bits of arcane fire, as she reaches forward with both hands, and a large portal seems to manifest and almost tear into existence in the middle of the circle. All of you look through, and you can't really see anything, but you just see red. It's almost like you see red and ash, as that's pretty much all you've got. It's almost like the wind is starting to come through, and Voss kind of looks to you all and goes, I think this is it. Lauren calls over, seemingly able to focus and still talk. We'll hold the portal until you return. But there is a limit. Please return within at least two hours, okay? Else you may be trapped for a while. Okay. Someone um, someone play the Stargate theme, please. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. Should we um, put up our well, hoods and things desert type affair to cover cover faces i mean i don't need to because i've got a mask on but i put my shades on you guys might play armor you, yeah you well, <laughs> I'm not might, to might want to cover cover his lower, <laughs> lower face with a mask or something uh and, and solara maybe for dust and then i guess we're gonna step through the stargate oh, God, this this is going first is he fair play <laughs> all right then. let's let voss go first uh, yeah, Voss goes to the edge and goes, let's do this, and he jumps through. Okay. And uh, dies uh, the end. <laughs> it cuts off in the middle and he gets split in half. Uh, uh, no, uh, he's gone, so I guess I'll, I'll take a step next. Okay. okay. I am going to be trepidatious as shit. Rogal goes in as if he's like testing the water in a bath kind of thing (laughs) yes exactly (laughs) yeah just standing at the portal you're already like sweating in your armor it's like oh this is this is gonna suck (laughs) (laughs) that's exactly what I am thinking (laughs) welcome to the suck recruit (laughs) (laughs) it's one by one you all jump through the portal (laughs) And that's where we're going to end the episode. Awesome. Oh, very odd. Yeah. Two more that, tasks. That, that that was not what I was expecting we were going to be doing today. <laughs> <laughs> no, kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, that was that was a bit of a curveball, but perhaps all along we should have been speaking to the boss. Yeah. Rather than the lackey. <laughs> yeah. Speak to the organ grinder, not the monkey, everybody. <laughs> Yes, well, next week when we return, our players will be enjoying the Elemental Plane of Fire. Hot, 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 hot. Yeah. Oh, well. Let's hope they survive. Yeah. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, I hope you all enjoyed, and that was the end of the episode. So hopefully, everyone who listened had fun. Yeah, I mean, it was it was, it was kind of interesting to see what hap- what was going to happen with it. I'm, I'm glad Valman's still alive, uh, and and we've got another quest with the Clockwork Army, um, which is going to be interesting. I really mm. did think you created the the um, the shells for the Illuminated because they, they obviously weren't what Solara had seen, but. That must be something else, but it certainly seems connected, so we'll see. Mm. That's assuming that the Illuminated are the are the things that she's saying well, that they are. they're not just it, completely man-made. Yeah. There's, there's, de- there's definitely some magic behind them, so something somewhere is giving them more than just, you know, your, a typical autonomy. Oh, definitely, yeah, yeah. But what what I don't know yet, but maybe maybe these. Once we get these guys on the side, we can potentially find out more, or at least get them to help us out. Well, at least she seems powerful. You know, if she can open elemental portals. Yeah. 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 She. She. Well, you'd you'd hope so from like the boss in the city as well. Yeah. True. And and I'm 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 thinking about other ways I can take um, Megus Doran down a peg after sending us on the <laughs> right round. As well, really? but, yeah. <laughs> well, you have a week to think. Yeah. Okay, as we after we finish the quest, as you as we stride out, out pops his pistol. Boom! Headshot. Just carries <laughs> on walking through like nothing happened. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that guy was a traitor. Hundred suddenly appears behind him and he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, that's assuming you don't all get burnt to a crisp. True that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. But I'm just going to be cuddling my ice, my, 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 my cold sword. Alright. Well, I suppose we best sign off and wrap this one up. Thank you for listening, everyone. That was Gunpowder Trees and No Plots. If you want to listen to us somewhere else, and other than the platform you just listened to us on, we are literally everywhere now. Just go to your favorite podcasting app, type our name in, you'll find us. It's that simple. If we're not, then let us know. And you can let me know at, at @treasonno on Twitter, or we have a Facebook group called Gunpowder Treason No Plot, and we have a WordPress website, also called Gunpowder Treason No Plot, where there's lots of plot and background details that were covered prior to us starting a podcast and have been kept up to date with new characters and things that have gone on since we started a podcast. So lots of things up there to read and some artwork done by our personal artist, Matt Dennis. Well, now I wouldn't call me an artist, but I have done some doodles. And there's the, there's there's also a really nice piece of artwork that I didn't do on there, which is our first piece of fan art, technically. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, you want to do your own little sign-offs? Yeah, uh, as usual, if you've enjoyed listening to my voice, you can find me on The Last Art of Podcasting and The Last Art of Wrestling, and you can find them on all good podcast providers. You can follow them on Twitter, at Lost Art Podcasting and at LAOW Podcast. And don't forget, if you fancy the chance of meeting me, maybe one day I'll be in the Red Scar Cafe on Red Scar Business Estate in Preston, Lancashire, England. (laughs) (laughs) The world. The universe. Uh, yeah, if you'd like to hear more from more of my dulcet tones, I'm afraid you can't. As usual, I am exclusive to this podcast. Um, 
Yeah, and also I am currently recovering from a horrific cold, so I am going to be nursing myself back to health in the comfort of my little hideaway room in the house and avoiding my wife and child. Uh, (laughs) I'll just Skype you, it's fine. (laughs) That's cool. Today's episode has been brought to you by the letter K, as in kiln, where we seem to have ended up somehow. Burning to a crisp, getting a very nice suntan. That's true, we'll get a tan, awesome. Dragons (laughs) get tans? No. Yeah, Tommy's going to treat it a little bit like um, he's after the Costa del Sol. So, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I I I want a glass with a little paper umbrella in it, please. And I want bangers and mash from somewhere. (laughs) You have seriously high expectations for this. Well, this is the first holiday Tommy's ever had. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to go put his feet up on the beach. Get his sun lounger out. Put a bit of uh, suntan lotion across your nose. Throw some German towels into the pool. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Uh, Y'all are going to have fun. Yeah. (laughs) Well... Thank you, everyone, for joining us, and we will be back once again next week as our players jump into the elemental plane of fire and try not to get burnt to a crisp. Let's see how well that goes. (laughs) Well, that's goodbye from me and goodbye from everyone else. Bye. See ya. Bye.